At People's Capital Group, we help you invest in real estate. Build your wealth by owning professionally managed apartment buildings in the northern New Jersey market. We want to show you how owning real estate is attainable, even for the busy professionals that don't have the time or experience investing in real estate. Now, we only work with select people who are serious about building wealth. So find out if you qualify at peoplescapitalgroup.com. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, it's Aaron Fregnito back again with another episode of the Passive Cashflow Podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're listening to us on Spotify or YouTube and make sure to subscribe to our podcast here and like it as well so that we can keep popping up every week with new episodes of this podcast. So today we're going to talk about what is the difference between liquid and illiquid assets. See, real estate is a illiquid asset, but we're going to talk about liquid assets as well. And we're going to talk about lots of different types of assets outside of real estate also. So let's break into it right now. Let's go liquid versus illiquid. So as I was saying, something that's liquid means you can pull your money out quickly within generally 24 to 48 hours, or of course, cash sitting in a savings account is the most liquid type of cash. Something illiquid essentially means you cannot access the, uh, turn it into liquid cash in 24 to 48 hours. So something like real estate is considered illiquid. So let's talk about different types of liquid assets here. Okay, what determines that, of course, the length of time it took you to, to sell something, how long it takes to transfer the ownership, and the current state of the market. So these are all going to affect how liquid an asset is. And some examples, of course, the best example of liquid, a liquid asset is cash in the bank, uh, funds in your checking or savings account. IRAs, 401ks, other type of retirement investment accounts. Remember, if you want to pull from those early, there can be tax consequences. Low-risk savings accounts with interest, um, stocks, uh, deposit certificates, okay, CDs, uh, treasury bills, notes or bonds, and prepaid costs, you know, cash sitting around uh, to, to cover costs of insurance and rents and other bills. So here's some pros and cons of investing in liquid assets. Well, of course, uh, liquid assets provides a greater investment security since you can sell them for cash very quickly, such as a stock, and most stocks can be sold on the open stock market very quickly and turn into cash. Also, liquid assets are more readily available to investors. You can buy them very easily, you can sell them very easily. So you can, uh, in a matter of seconds these days, purchase a, a stock or something like that or a liquid asset. So you can invest in options like uh, ETFs uh, with uh, stocks and ETFs with very little money as well. And liquid assets provide the most flexible investment options. So you can quickly move in between them. Of course, trading stocks in a day called day trading is something people do as well. But here's some negatives or some cons of investing in liquid assets. So since liquid assets are susceptible to inflation, they may not be great for long-term investment goals. Uh, portfolios with liquid assets are vulnerable during market downsizing and, and market swings, so diversification will create a more balanced and reliable portfolio. Um, also, liquid assets are pretty uh, vulnerable during times of market turbulence or instability. Irrational price fluctuations can lead to huge losses. Okay, so the easier it is to buy and sell an asset, the easier it is to get out of the asset, right? So the easier 
more liquid an asset is or an asset category is, the more uh, volatile it tends to be because, hey, it's easy to jump right out of it and when you sell a stock, well, generally, then the stock drop prices if too much lowers if too much of the stock is sold. So what is an illiquid asset? So an illiquid asset is something that is going to take a little longer to convert into cash. Okay, real estate's a good uh, a good example of that, right? You need to hire a realtor, put it on the market. A buyer has to do their due diligence, obtain a mortgage. It might take a few months to even find a buyer, and then that buyer might need a few more months to close. So selling real estate very quickly, like a fire sale, will, will is sometimes possible, but that's going to lead to a lower price of your asset being sold and uh, not a good investment strategy overall. So here's some examples, though, of illiquid assets. Uh, a hedge fund, uh, often you want to inv- you're required to invest for a certain period of time. You can't just pull your money uh, back out, although every hedge fund is different. Some over-the-counter market stocks have uh, time periods you must remain invested in them. Uh, a few unconventional uh, in- investments as well, um, ownership stake in private businesses, um, dollar stock, um, certain debt instruments as well, and collectibles, antiques, cars, art pieces are uh, great examples of illiquid assets. Of course, real estate is the most popular illiquid asset. But here's some pros and cons of investing in illiquid assets. So the pros, the benefits here is it's a brilliant idea to balance liquid and illiquid assets. See, illiquid tend to be less volatile, so it could be a good long-term investment strategy, such as real estate, for example, is a very good long-term investment strategy. It's a little less volatile often than the stock market. The values move slower. Liquid assets are more likely to maintain their value and stay steady over an extended length of time. Investors frequently see a higher return on their illiquid investments over a longer period of time. They could be a stronger asset return-wise. And if you invest in illiquid assets, you can reduce or avoid significant losses in the down market, right? So when a market's down, everyone wants to jump out of the investment. Well, that's going to lower the stock even more. See, with real estate or, or illiquid assets in general, since it, you can't just jump out of the asset right away, then that meet, leads to less volatility and it tends to be a, a stronger long-term investment. But of course, the negative is of investing in illiquid assets is that um, it, it tends to take a higher risk tolerance, right? If something goes bad, you got to stay in there for the long run. You can't just pull your cash right back out. Like if a stock drops, you can't just, you know, you can pull right out. But with an illiquid asset, you can't do that. And then illiquid investments uh, frequently require some type of time commitment to five or 10 years or more. So the ROI may not be realized until that time period is over. It may take time to mature, such as our investments have a cash out refinance period and it can take three to five years to get there. But once we get there, investors often enjoy about half of their investment back tax free. So a really nice liquidity event but an illiquid asset like real estate takes time to mature, takes time for the project to be completed, and therefore investors have to be patient to earn those returns. But over time, they can be stronger investments than liquid assets and less volatile. So what should you know about alternative investments? So alternative investments essentially are, it can fall into two different categories here. Private assets, this in, uh, category includes infrastructure, private credit, equity, and real estate. And then we have hedge funds. This category operates on an open market and uses strategies like leverage and short selling. 
So what is a liquid alternative investment? So a liquid alternative investment is a subset of alternative investments that offer invest investors access to ETFs or mutual funds. And unlike uh, many other alternative assets, liquid alternatives can be traded daily on the stock market and offer a unique opportunity for flexibility and risk perception. An illiquid alternative investment uh, here's some examples of that. Alternative credit. You can give private loans to individuals, right? And that could be high risk, high reward, depending on the borrower, of course. Um, you can also do private credit. You can provide loans to new businesses not listed on the stock exchange or to existing distressed companies in need of cash. Of course, that, again, can be a high risk investment, but could have a high interest rate or a high reward, maybe ownership in the company as well. Uh, tangible assets. You can buy and own illiquid assets like real estate, of course. This investment type is typically uh, profitable in the long term. Again, waiting for that building to mature or the project to be complete. So here's some pros and cons of alternative investments. Investors can utilize alternative investments to increase portfolio diversification and reduce volatility because they often don't operate on the stock market. And some may also help reduce tax liability in ways that uh, conventional investments can't. Like, uh, for example, real estate has a ton of tax benefits. And alternative investments may offer a better rate of return than conventional ones, though that's, of course, not guaranteed. Here's some negatives of alternative investments. The complexity of them, of alternative investments, exceeds that of conventional, so it tends to lead to higher costs if you're hiring professionals to work with them. The potential for more significant return carries a higher risk because naturally whenever you're investing for a higher return, you're going to have to be comfortable with a bit higher risk as well. Also, some alternative investments bring uh, possible tax concerns. Now, real estate is a good example of actually offering tax benefits. But of course, whenever you're investing in a new asset class, you want to understand the tax consequences of that asset class in the near and long term uh, future. So in conclusion, you want to be invested in both liquid and illiquid assets, right? We talked about how liquid asset is something that could be turned into cash within a 24 to 48 hour period without taking a huge haircut on the value. And some great examples of that, of course, are cash in the bank, uh, stocks, deposit certificates, treasury bills, notes, bonds, and IRAs, 401ks, and, and, and savings accounts. So illiquid assets means it's harder to turn that asset into cash. And uh, that can be tough because, you know, if you need to turn into cash quickly, your car breaks or something like that, well, then you really shouldn't be investing in illiquid assets. But if this is cash, you could park away for a period of time, let the investment mature. Over time, illiquid assets can be less volatile and more profitable so often than liquid assets. So some examples of illiquid assets could be a hedge fund or over-the-counter market stocks, um, dollar stocks, certain debt instruments, uh, collectibles, antique cars, art pieces, and of course, real estate being the most popular illiquid asset. So the bottom line is you want some liquid assets, you want some illiquid assets. A combination of stocks, bonds, and real estate is the most common investment formula for success for most everyday investors. So if you don't have any real estate in your portfolio or you do have some but you're just tired of managing it or want to experience a completely passive investment in an illiquid asset like real estate that offers tax benefits, less volatility, but equity growth and cash flow over time, 
The People's Capital Group is a great place to get started where you can invest with professionals in a high demand market, but not have to do all the heavy lifting behind the scenes, but still get the benefits of owning real estate and putting your money to work to make solid returns for the long term. So if you want to learn more about how we help people invest in real estate and our historic performance here at People's Capital Group, enjoy more content on our website here. Again, make sure you hit that subscribe and like button so that you can follow us. We do a a new podcast every single week. We have new webinars out monthly as well. And we actually have a new offering out as well to qualified investors. So go to peoplescapitalgroup.com, enjoy our content. And when you're ready, click register, register to invest. So you can sign up on our website there and get qualified to take a look at our upcoming offerings. And we can start building our wealth together. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed our topic here today. We'll talk shortly. Have a good day.